Hello and welcome back to Project Upgrade. My name is Samantha. And I am Lucas. And today we are going to be speaking all things to do with the festive season, health, fitness, all of that fun stuff. Yeah, it's going to be a very exciting episode. Obviously, we've just started December. The Christmas parties are running rampant. The holiday season's upon us. So we want to give some tips and tricks on how to navigate this period and also stay on track with your fitness goals. Firstly, how is it December? It's December already. That's a bit crazy, isn't it? That's insane. Yeah, it's flying by this year, that's for sure. I can't believe it. Like, I think I said to you last night, I was like, it's actually December. Like, how, like, where is the year gone? It's crazy. In four weeks, it's next year. That's <laughs> like, that is so crazy <laughs> to even say. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, this time last year, we were planning our trip to Bali for New Year's. Yeah, and I have such vivid recollections of that holiday. It feels like that was a couple months ago. Not going to say it feels like yesterday, but it actually feels like a few months ago, which yeah. is how well I can remember that holiday, Crazy. which was 12 months ago. That's insane. Crazy. Crazy but, talk. Firstly, firstly, what was your win for the week, babe? Win for the week. That's right. So my win for the week, um, it sounds like a small one, but it is quite impactful to me. I actually rearranged completely my whole desk setup. So initially I had my monitor right in the middle and I'd kind of work around everything. But now I've put my monitor on the back right corner and angled it in towards me. And I've realized that opens up my desk desk so much. So I've got so much more space and I just feel infinitely more productive. And these are just little changes. And there's a few things that have a home now on my desk. Like I just don't move them ever, like a lamp and a plant. And they're just planted on my desk now. So I feel so much better walking into my office and just seeing all the space on my desk. Sounds super boring and uh, just like not really a big win. But for me, I feel much better just sitting down. And my work's actually been a lot better because of it. So yeah, that's, that's my big win for the week. It's crazy how something so small though can impact your whole day. Yeah, well, especially if you're planted in that one spot for hours mm. and a lot of what you do is based off the work that you do at your desk. Just optimising your workspace has so much value, I find. I find if my office is messy, I feel messy. Like yeah, absolutely. My brain is just so cluttered. I yeah. can't think. I don't know what I'm doing for the day with work. Like, it's just all over the shop. Because what do they say? You're a product of your environment. If your environment yeah. is messy, you are going to produce messy work. So. Yeah. Which is why our house is always so clean. Oh, Ollie is talking. <laughs> Ollie is on the podcast today. Wait your turn, buddy. We'll ask you for your win of the week soon. I got fed. <laughs> yes. I went for a walk with mum and dad. <laughs> it's funny because he's actually looking at me like, I want to say something. Let, let me say something on the mic. <laughs> Ollie is sitting with us on the couch today. So if you hear any weird noises, it's most likely Ollie. I promise it's not me. <laughs> Uh, dear. But yeah, that's probably why our house is so clean all the time because we both work from home. So we definitely want to make sure that we have that clean environment so then we wake up in the morning and just feel ready to get into work, don't feel messy or anything like that. And I find once you do one big clean and if you are rigid with keeping it that way, it's so much easier to keep it clean than it is to just always do these big cleans like every couple of weeks or something. Like let it get to this bad state and then do a big clean. It's this huge scary task. Mm. But if you just do one big clean and then just keep it clean like every day, just clean up just a little bit and just keep that standard... It's so much easier to maintain that nice environment around your house, especially for us, like you said, always working from home. So we'd uh, definitely impact the work if we lived in a messy house. It would just it would make me go crazy, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. Well, my win for the week. Yeah, what was your win for the week? Tell me. I got my first period pro-show. Whoop, whoop. It's funny, like anyone that doesn't know like why that's a good thing would be like, well, 
Oh, my, thank my, you, Siri. Oh, my Apple Watch is talking to me. <laughs> two cents on, on Sam's big win. That's, that's right. Let me jump in there first. Thank you. Um, yeah, anyone that didn't know, like, like the health reasons behind that would be like, why is that a win? Why is that a good thing? It's a very good thing. It means that I'm healthy. It means that as a female, you know, when you get your period back post-show, it's just kind of an indication of, okay, like, we're, we're good. We're healthy. We're back in check. Um, I definitely didn't have one near show. That was, I think my last one was maybe a month before show. So, yeah, only skipped one period this time around, which is pretty good. Mm. I'm really happy with that. Yeah, it's so, fantastic. Yeah, feel good. I actually have had minimal symptoms as well this time around, which normally, like, post-show, your first period is quite um, not nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything just hits you at once. But this one yeah. has actually been okay. Okay, so that's so, a good sign, is it? Yeah, it's a very good sign. It means that everything's pretty healthy. Like, cool. normally certain symptoms and certain pains would mean that a certain hormone is out of balance and yeah i've had like no symptoms okay it's really weird like i had a bit of hunger a little bit of cramps but nothing crazy so yeah it's been good yeah that's a great sign then yeah, yeah okay. really happy definitely a win then making sure your body's nice and healthy yeah love being healthy <laughs> don't we all <laughs> don't we all but Let's get into today's episode, shall we? Into today's episode, navigating the festive period. We thought it would be timely to do this episode now and not closer to Christmas because, you know, Christmas parties, friends miss, some people might be going away, so they might be spending their time with their families now rather than on Christmas. It's definitely the festive season where, you know, health and fitness may not be your priority right now, and that's okay, but it's definitely not a reason to just kind of go, ah, Stuff it. I'm going to wait till after Christmas to. Yeah, I'll really fix it in the new it. year. Yeah, right? like there is that whole new year, new me mentality around this time, and I do find like when you're trying to sign up a new client, they normally will push back with the oh, I'll start in the new year. Yes, because yes, it, like it does make sense, but I think today we'll unpack a lot of things to why it is still achievable to you know achieve health and fitness. Yes, it might not be as. Um, what's the word consistent like consistency might not be your favorite word at this <laughs> point of year sure. but there are ways to go about parties family gatherings and still be human and still enjoy it without losing all of your progress or not seeing progress during this time yeah absolutely i agree with that because it's not like it's not like a black and white um sort of scale with achieving fitness or not achieving fitness you can reduce how much damage you do in this period so I wouldn't say don't go to these parties, like don't have a fun time if you want to stay fit. Like you definitely still can go to these events and have an awesome Christmas, but not put yourself in a terrible position afterwards. Like just eating within reason, like having a few drinks within reason, just not throwing everything out the window. Because that's the thing, the more damage you do in this December period, <laughs> Ollie. Ollie's arcing up a little bit. <laughs> the more damage you do in this December period, you might say, okay, I'm starting the new year, but it will be so much harder to actually start in the new year and stay consistent if you've pushed yourself back so much. Whereas if you've done like a little bit of damage, you know, you've had some fun, you might've put a little bit of weight on, completely normal, be so much easier to actually get on track in the new year. If you haven't done too much damage, your motivation will be high. Like you'll have quite a lot of faith in yourself as well. But if you push yourself back too much, it does put a bit of a roadblock up for you, I'd find. Have you prepped over Christmas before? No, never. So I've done a handful of April shows. So that's our season A. But whenever we do the April show, we pretty much start in the new year. Mm. <laughs> I'm saying like, hey, don't don't say new year, new me. But like that was our starting point just as like a week's perspective. Like 16 weeks out was usually very early in January. But no, I never had to. 
Yeah, wow. So my first show, I actually prepped over Christmas because I think my show was in February. I think it was like the last week of February. Oh, what an yeah, awful time for yeah. a show to be. Yeah, so I was eight weeks out in Christmas, like on like that oh, that's Christmas horrible. Weekend. Yeah, no, who, it was, who designed it was that rough. time schedule? It was very rough. That was back in twenty twenty one. Well, no wonder they don't do eight. those shows anymore. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. No one wanted to do that show. Like it was no. always the quietest show because no one wanted to prep over Christmas. Well, eight weeks out, that's crunch time. That's yeah. not like early days of prep. Yeah, exactly. And I remember being in that time, being like, no one should ever feel like this on Christmas. No one should ever no. feel so restricted and so I can't enjoy myself with my friends and family. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not nice. I just remember sitting there watching all my family eat the Christmas ham yeah. and I was just sitting there with my chicken and veg. <laughs> and you have to do that. There's no way out, around yeah. it. Eight weeks out, like, you cannot stray at all. I know they've pushed season A back since then. Um, like, I know it's probably sitting around, I think it's like April, May now, season A, which is probably better because, as you said, then people can probably prep at the start in January. Yeah. But in saying that, like, if you are going into prep for season A, like I know a lot of people have started prep now, which is probably timely. Mm. Um, if your coach hasn't allowed for your, you know, time in Christmas to enjoy it with friends and family, that's a bit of a red flag to me, to be honest. Christmas should be enjoyed no matter what time you're in, especially if you are like what? I think they'd be 16-ish weeks out. You should be able to enjoy yourself on Christmas. I agree. Uh, Christmas is a once of the year occurrence. These are people that you don't see pretty much all year sometimes, like friends, family. You want to enjoy at least just that one day. Yeah. Maybe not the whole month, but like at least that yeah, one just, day. Yeah, just Christmas. Like yeah, you should absolutely. still be able to. You shouldn't, I agree. You shouldn't feel yeah. ultra restricted on Christmas. Yeah, because that, that well, I was at eight weeks out. I've never had to do that again. But that eight weeks out one when I had to stay on track, yeah. I think I was allowed to have like my parents roast chicken instead of my own chicken. But yeah, no. It's, I almost wouldn't be able to bring myself to do that. Yeah, as hard. much as I would want to, like just knowing I'm eight weeks out. Like yeah. there's just nothing that would make me get off plan. It's, it'd be a be a head be a head fuck that's for sure that's the thing though like let's be honest the festive season and anything should never be just around food like it is about spending time with family sure. and you know just spending time with the ones that you love and giving gifts to those ones that you love as well right yeah. like that's that's what christmas is about it's not just about the food and we don't want to come across that it should be but also in saying that you should understand that you can enjoy yourself and that you know that little bit of christmas ham and pudding is not going to mm-hmm. hurt you for your whole progress and it's not also a reason to be like oh well i'm gonna throw on the towel and start next year yeah pretty much like if you do have one day we over your calories and this this is like directed towards any day of the week uh, any day of the year right if there's one day that you do go over your calories doesn't mean the rest of that month or the rest of that week is a write-off like, just have, have fun. Do what you like on that day. You know, if everyone's having a little bit of pudding, yeah, have a bit of pudding. It's not going to kill you. But try to get back on track as soon as you can. Like, we really advocate for that. Have some fun, but then get back on track as soon as you can. So how would you personally, how would you, like, kind of work your way around Christmas parties, friends, events, that kind of stuff? So let's say you were your client. Yep. And, like, what would you tell them going into the festive season? So this is if they just had a couple events like every every few weekends. Like every weekend. Like let's be honest, I know for me, I'm pretty sure our calendar has a 
event every weekend mm-hmm. coming up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So like, you know, we're going to have to look at that. So if I was actually, yeah, if I was your sure. client and I came to you and said, hey, I have a Christmas party one week, a family thing another week, friends was another week, then actual Christmas week after that. Like that's four weeks of events right there. Yeah. Possibly multiple because if I have a partner, maybe they have a Christmas event on the same weekend as mine, like yep. multiple, right? What would you tell me to do in this situation? Well, the first thing I wouldn't tell them to do is to not go to the event and then also like not indulge in the event like people are having some food and some drinks I wouldn't say don't have any of that stick to your meal plan 100% I don't find that to be too realistic like if I was to prescribe that I don't think many people would adhere to that Mm. they might say yeah no problem but when you get to the event if everyone's having so much fun like it is so easy to just oh you know I will dive into that Um, I would give a few recommendations though if you are going to be having a big night or a day out Try to restrict your food throughout the day before that a little bit. Bank up your calories. Um, you know, you don't have to do that. I would offer that as a recommendation. Like if you are a little bit unsure about how you're going to be feeling after an event like that, you can hold back on some foods before the event um, if you know that you are going to be indulging quite a bit. Um, but because it is um, a festive period and, you know, these events don't come along too much, I would just tell them, just enjoy yourself and just try to get back on track as soon as you can. When you say restrict food, though, what do you mean by that? Because I don't think, I feel like some people might take that as, oh, okay, I'll starve myself for the day. Yeah, okay, we yeah, should so clarify Yeah, that. like what, what do you mean by restrict? Well, one of the big ones is just try to hold back on your fats throughout the day. Keep your protein high, even your carbohydrates. Try to pull them down a little bit because more times than not, if you go out to a restaurant or if you're having a big Christmas party, more than likely the fat content is going to be through the roof. You're going to be feeling it the next day as well. Like you probably won't feel too good about yourself just looking in the mirror. You will have a little bit of bloating. And just to avoid that, just for their own good, just restricting those certain macronutrients would be the best. But, you know, still have food. Like definitely don't starve yourself. Mm. Definitely don't starve yourself is what I'm saying. Yeah, so I think... When it comes to restricting in air quotation marks, it's not necessarily restricting at all. You should never feel restricted around this point in time or just in any time when you're trying to go out and have fun. You should definitely feel like you need to be human. Being human and enjoying yourself over the festive period is exactly that. It's it's human. Everyone's doing it. Everyone is having that Christmas ham. Everyone is having that pudding it's a very human thing to have. Now, obviously, we all get to that point on Christmas Day. Like, we've been there where you're like, oh, I feel like the stuffed turkey. Like, I am the stuffed turkey because you're just so full. And it's not it's not comfortable. It's not nice. And you may not want to feel like that. But also, if you do get to that point on Christmas Day because you have been human, it, it's okay. Don't freak out. Don't be like, oh, my God, I'm going to be so fat. I'm going to be so bloated tomorrow. I'm going to be so watery. You are going to be watery most likely, but that will go. It's not like it stays there forever and ever. Like it does go away. So when Lucas was saying the dropping the fats for the day, that's probably the easiest way to go. Like honestly, all I say to my clients personally is you just look at your normal meals that you have throughout the day. Just take the fats out. So if you normally have avocado with your eggs and toast, just take out the avocado. One thing easily done. If you normally have, what's another one? Peanut butter on your bagels or in your oats or something. That's a super easy one to take out. Yeah. And then with your protein, obviously protein is very important. If you just focus on hitting your protein for the day, including when you're eating out or when you're eating with your family or whatever it might be, which should be very easy, Christmas ham and everything, let's be honest. If you just focus on getting your protein intake, one, you won't be as hungry, so you won't feel the need that you have to actually indulge. Like I find if you restrict before an event and kind of stop yourself from eating – 
you will actually be more hungrier at these events and overindulge in foods because you haven't eaten all day. You haven't mm. eaten properly. So if I think you, you'll also overestimate how many calories you actually have banked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Right, so you think, oh, I can eat all of this food at this event, but, you know, there's way more calories there than what you've actually got planned for yourself. So you can't go overboard in yeah. calculating how many calories you might have banked up. Because if you're someone out there who maybe doesn't like tracking, doesn't understand it, doesn't understand those types of things, that's okay. Like you don't have to think that you're going to starve yourself all day just to eat this one meal with your family at night. Honestly, I wouldn't do that because you will overindulge because you're hungry. Like it makes sense. This is when binging and all those things happen. So to avoid that, have your normal meals throughout the day, but just remove the fats and ensure that you hit your protein intake. And it's as simple as that. The next day. Get back on track. Get back on track. Just consistency is key. A lot of people think they've got to balance things out. If you have one really high day where you have an event, they think the next day you've got to balance that out by having a very low day. I wouldn't bother doing that. I don't know about you, but I would just get back to just a base level. Your normal meal plan, don't try to equal things out by going really low after really high. Just go back to normal and then the next day, normal again, next day, normal. Your body thrives on consistency. So yeah. just get back to that consistent eating habit as soon as you can. Exactly. But um, drinking, when it comes to alcohol and things. Yeah, that's a tricky one. So I know it's like, it's such an Australian thing, I find. Like it's such an Australian thing to have some beers, you know, out in the backyard. Like it's such an, an Australian Christmas, but If you are wanting to drink, it's completely human. Once again, please do not feel like you can't have alcohol. I recommend to have no sugar ones, like, you know, those like no sugar, low calorie ones. If you're really wanting to, you know, stay on track in air quotation marks, try to stick to them. Don't have the high calorie drinks. One hack that I actually got from my coach, I'm not taking credit for this, Mm. and it actually works, is having like vodka or whatever spirit kind of thing you want. With Gatorade. With Gatorade? I don't think I've ever tried that. It doesn't taste like the most amazing in the world, I will say that, but it keeps you hydrated. (laughs) So the next day, there's no hangover. You feel amazing. So there's a hack for anyone who's wanting to enjoy themselves, but still, you know, somewhat stay on track and get back on track the next day. Gatorade (laughs) and vodka. Don't let it pass you. I've done that so many times. Yeah, well, it's definitely better than full sugar Coke with your... With your spirits, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Saying that no sugar cokes, just fine. Like, I would just honestly say stay away from the real high-calorie drinks and just try to stick to the low-calorie. Maybe, like, have a cocktail here and there. Yeah. But, you know, definitely just try to stick to the low-calorie. Well, especially with soft drinks these days. Like, maybe if you're, like, a seasoned soft drink drinker, you can tell the difference. Mm. I definitely can't. Yeah. Like, a no-sugar version compared to the regular version. I can't tell the difference. So whenever you have the opportunity of getting a soft drink, get the low-sugar one. Like, it's yeah. a very easy choice to make. Get that and the calories, especially if you're having multiple multiple of those drinks each day. Uh, well, sorry, for the day. You'll notice the calories are completely different, like night and day different. So just go to the no sugar option and you should be good. But it's one of those things. It is a special day, right? Like a special period. You're going to want to have some drinks, right? And like it does make it a bit more fun. And, you know, it's, it's a social thing to do around Christmas. So, you know, you have a little bit of fun, but, you know, just be in control of it as well. So let's say someone has multiple events, like we said before. Let's yeah. say they have multiple in one weekend. I know a lot of people will have like Christmas Eve with one side of the family and then Christmas Day with another f- side of the family and then Boxing Day with their friends. Like it's just back-to-back days with multiple people, multiple drinks and food going in. Mm-hmm. How would you go about that? Because I know for me, normally, like 
let's take Christmas out of it. Mm-hmm. If it was just like a basic weekend and I had a very similar thing, I would pick and choose which event I would actually let my hair down. Like I would go, my best friend's whatever birthday is happening on Saturday night, that is the biggest event happening that weekend. The other weeks I'm going to – sorry, the other events around it, I'm going to somewhat stay on track and pick, you know, healthier foods, maybe not drink there, maybe drive there to the event. Like I would literally pull that apart. But for Christmas – That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Drive to an event because you kind of lock yourself into being somewhat responsible at that point. You know you can't go overboard because you've got a car to drive home later. Yeah. That's a great tip. Thank you. I like that. No, I really (laughs) like that. So then – with, you know, Christmas, obviously, they're probably all very important. What would you do? I feel like it, to a point I would still kind of do that mm. and just kind of pick and choose. Like with alcohol especially, I'd be like, okay, I'm probably going to get pissed with this one. So yeah. I'm going to, you know, have yeah, a good yeah, time no, there. Of course. Um, I would first off remind them you don't have to get pissed at these events no, because God, they no. are Christmas parties, because they are in December. Don't feel the need to go overboard. Don't say, this is a Christmas party. I can have all of this food. You might not even really want to. You might just feel the need to because it is like a Christmas party. But you don't have to get pissed at all of them. So I just kind of remind them of that. I, honestly, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't give them too many instructions. I just tell them, just be smart with what you're doing. Try not to go overboard. Have fun. But just keep your fitness goals in mind yeah. when you go into these events. Yeah, no. Do you think of anything else on this topic? Um, like around food and drinking mainly? I think the main one is just not throwing the rest of the week away. Mm, like, like, oh, I it's think, Christmas week. I'm just going to throw my... Yeah, yeah. I think that can be a very common one. Um, Actually, talking about that, you know what week everyone normally throws everything out the door? The week between Christmas and New Year's. New Year's, yeah. That one full week there. Well, there's Christmas, there's Boxing Day, there's New Year's Eve, New Year's yeah. Day... It's it's a rough week that yeah. one. It's a rough week. It's a rough week. But um, the the better you navigate that week, the better you'll start your New Year's resolution off. If that is your goal of getting your health and fitness started in the new year, like imagine having one whole week where you're just not focused on anything besides just drinking and partying and then just getting to the new year and being like, all right, I'm going to start this gym routine. I'm going to get my food in order. Like you can't just go from like zero momentum at all to starting to get things rolling. Like try to keep things somewhat in check. Uh, It makes it so much easier to really get the ball rolling, I find, in the new year. I think the number one message we're saying when it comes to food and drinking over the New New Year's and Christmas period is just get back on track. Enjoy yourself. Be human. Understand that you can be human. You don't have to. You don't have to eat all the foods and drink and whatever. You do have the option to not do that. But if you are wanting to have that Christmas ham, that's okay. Just get back on track as soon as you can. And that, that week between... Try to be on track as much as possible. Don't have the thought in your head saying, oh, well, I threw it out over Christmas. Yep. What's the point now? That There is a point. You know, it's still being as consistent as you possibly can during that time and that's what matters. I think also keep in mind, little steps are better than no steps. Yeah. So if you have that big weekend, a Christmas party, the next day you probably don't want to train, you don't want to like meal prep and like that's fine. Like I probably wouldn't either. Mm. But Try to go for a walk. Maybe just go to the gym and maybe just lift, you know, just some light weights. Just do something. You know, maybe just cook breakfast. You know, just do little tiny steps. The next day, maybe you'll do a little bit more. Maybe your walk will go for a little bit longer. Maybe you'll do a bigger gym session. But just don't think like, I've got to have a perfect day the next day. Because the barrier to succeeding in that is quite high after like a big weekend. You're probably not feeling the best. 
But just try to slowly get back in routine, I would say, instead of, you know, have this big weekend and then, all right, the next day I've got to have a perfect day. I don't want people getting confused that that's what we're saying. Yeah, no. Like you've got to now, you're training in your nutrition 100% moving forward the second that day is done. Just try to build that momentum up. It's all a momentum game. Think of it like a snowball. Like you just, you get a little snowball and the next day it rolls down into a little bigger snowball and a bigger one and a bigger one. So it's all a momentum game. I always just say, just take it back to your basics. So your basics are movement, like a form of exercise in some shape or form, like you said, walking. That's a form of movement. Absolutely. Diet. So we're not expecting you to be 100% on your diet, but you know, being at least 80%, that's going to get you some results. Sleep. Normally people are on holidays over this time, so mm. utilize this time to sleep in. Catch up on those sleep. You don't have to have an alarm. You don't have to be at the gym at 6 a.m. Like enjoy the sleep. And then what's another one? Oh, water intake. Mm-hmm. Make sure you hit three liters of water. Yeah. Amazing. If you can focus on those four basics each day, you will be so surprised how easy it is for you to still be consistent with your progress over that time. Yeah. I think another one is getting some sun. It's very easy to not get some sun in these holiday periods if you have a big weekend. Like how easy is it when you've had a big night, right? You've had a lot of drinks, you wake up the next day, dusty as, like you don't want to go to the gym, you don't want to cook any food, you sit on the couch, especially it's summer, right? It's hot. People want the air con. People would just happily sit on the couch or in bed in the air con, get some Uber Eats maybe, and not go outside. I tell you what, just get some sun. It kind of kickstarts your body a little bit. You feel like moving. You feel like having some nutritious food. So even just jump out in the sun just for 10 minutes. Go hang the washing out. <laughs> get some sun on your body. It helps. <laughs> it's also recommended for us to get a certain amount of sun every day. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, it's actually very important. Like if we will be deficient in, is it vitamin D? I think it's vitamin D. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want that. That's right. No, yeah, definitely not that. <laughs> no, we're not having that. And neither are you. No. <laughs> But just do the basics, like just just keep that ship sailing. Try not to come to a screeching halt, mm-hmm. right? These are just like little road bumps. They're not big stop signs that will stop you in your tracks. Just get over the road bump of these these events and just keep things going. Doesn't matter what speed, just keep things going. Just don't let things stop and come to a halt. Just be kind to yourself during this time. I think that's very important. We, we're all very hard on ourselves. We're yeah. always going to be our biggest critic. And it's very easy to, as we spoke about before, like looking at yourself in the mirror the day after Christmas and going, mm. oh my God, I'm a water buffalo. Look, that that's just from all the high sodium foods, the drinking, like that's just for a small period of time. Yes. That water will drop. It's so easy to think that's body fat though, it's isn't not. it? It's not. It takes a long time to put on body it fat. It actually does. Way longer than you'd expect. And a lot more than you expect as well. Like a lot more food and everything. That's right, yeah. It's not just one day of just eating some extra ham. You're not going to put on all this body fat. You will put on a little bit of water, right, which is what you're seeing the next day. Mm. But don't get confused and think that you've blown out completely and you've put on all this body fat. And don't – I mean, you can if you want to, obviously, but don't go on the scales. I'd rather not. Just like I have my scales currently. I have them put tucked away. I pull them out on check-in day because that's when I have to weigh in. Like it's just a part of the check-in process. Yep. That's it though. I, I put them away because I don't need to know my weight every day, especially around this time of year. Like no. it's going to be fluctuating it's quite just, a bit. It's not honest, is it? No, no. Like I weigh myself every day only in prep. Mm. That is the only time I will do it. And it's the only time that I will tell a client to do it as yeah, well. Interesting. You don't need to weigh yourself every day. No. It fluctuates so much. It tells you if you haven't pooped. It tells you if your period's coming. 
if you're getting sick, if you've had antibiotics. Mm. It, it tells you so much more than what you think it does. It doesn't yeah. tell you that you've put on body fat. Yeah. And like, keep in mind, there's a lot of also undigested food in your stomach the next morning. If you've had a whole day of eating food, the next day, like, there's just a lot of that food in you. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean Volume. that food is turned to fat. Like, that's just that food that's sitting inside of you. So, and it's funny you say that. Like, I would also recommend that to clients. Like, don't weigh yourself every day. I personally weigh myself every morning. Not oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah. I've actually got I've got a special scale that connects to my phone. So I'll just stand on it. It shoots the data to my phone. actually links up to my trainer eyes. Mm. Um, and it's just interesting. Like, I don't take it as gospel or anything like that. But I will only do that just to understand the fluctuations. I'm actually very curious to see what the rises, what the dips are. I obviously know, like, if it goes up two kilos, like last night we had a little bit of food, it went up two kilos, mm. right? I don't – I know that's not two kilos of fat – but I'm just curious what a night out will actually do to yeah. my body weight. So you're just looking for the data for yourself? Kind Pretty of much. Yeah. And it helps with my clients as well. If mm. they say, oh, I'm up two kilos. I went out last night. I can understand. Okay, well, I went out the other night. I went up two kilos. So it gives me a good understanding where they might be at if they do see these fluctuations because I understand what my fluctuations are doing. Yeah. It's just really curious for me. It's just, as, look, you're being logical. That's what that is. Like, it's about being logical towards the scale, right? And if you have the skill and the willpower to look at the scale weight and go, oh, it's up because of X. Exactly. Then go for gold. But if you're still maybe entering the health and fitness scene or maybe you don't have a good relationship with the scale at this point in time, yeah. don't don't worry. Like, I know for me, post-show, if I was weighing myself daily, that would cause a bad relationship with the scale. So I just stay away from it because I know it's just not good for me. So I'm like, I'm not going to put myself in that position. I know what's going on Mm -hmm. logically, so I don't need a number to tell me what's going on. That's how I look at it If you associate the number on the scale with how much body fat you have, that's just a bad relationship because that is not a body fat scale. Yeah. It's a body weight scale. Yeah. It weighs everything. <laughs> everything. But no, I definitely wouldn't recommend people step on the scale every single day. No. But I tell you what, every time I have had a big meal out, I'll wake up the next day, weigh myself. I know I'll be up in weight. Yeah. Like I, I look like I'm up in weight. I feel like I'm up in weight. And I weigh myself and I will be. But every single time, two days later, I'm down in weight. But also, you know when you do it that it's not body fat. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm always like the next morning and then the next morning after that, I wake up, I always have like an expectation. I kind of play a game with myself. Like I, I feel like I know what weight I'll be at, right? <laughs> so yeah. I have my high carb day and then it always goes down between two and three days later. So the next morning after I weigh myself after the high carb day, I'll be like, I'm probably, I'll say one kilo lighter or maybe half a kilo lighter. I kind of have a guessing game. And then I always just drop down in weight. So it always happens. So I always proved to myself, this was just a temporary weight gain from a high carb meal that I had the night before. So I always prove that this is not actual body fat. Not that I have to, but it is nice to see that it goes down. Yeah. We are able to be logical towards it. Yeah. That's it. It's a skill. It's honestly such a skill to be able to do that. Well, it's nice. It's nice having proved that so many times, every time it's gone up, I've seen it go down. So I'm positive. It goes back down every single time. Mm. Well, is there anything else that we want to touch on in this? So uh, just, just sidetracked the scale weight relationship. Yeah, well, it definitely is a big part of it, it because is. you're going to see yourself, you know, looking a little bit bigger. You're going to jump on the scale and you're just going to plummet yourself even more. 
I just put the scale away in December. Yeah, <laughs> just, just pack, just pack it up, hey. But don't let that be an excuse to just do whatever you want. Like yeah. you know, the, the idea of putting the scale away is to let yourself not have that expectation of yourself at the same time. Like it, it just kind of takes away that possibility of having that bad relationship over that time and being exactly. hard on yourself mentally. Because that can spiral you quite a bit. Exactly. If you're already a little bit unsure about how you look in the mirror, if you step on the scale and you see a number you don't like, that can put you in a much worse headspace. And then that can even lead you to more food and then just a bad mentality moving forward. Mm. Um, but all in all, we're trying to find this middle ground for everyone. We're not trying to restrict everyone so heavily that they make ultimate fitness goals, but we're also not trying to say, enjoy yourself to the fullest and, you know, throw these fitness goals away. There is this nice spot in the middle where you're keeping your fitness goals in the forefront of your mind, but you are still enjoying this special time that only comes around once a month. Once a year. Uh, sorry, once a month, that'd be crazy. <laughs> sorry, so uh, once a year. So we do want you to enjoy yourselves, but also don't throw away all of this progress and also the mental strength that you've built as well, all this discipline and everything that you've built in this process. Don't throw that away. Keep that in the forefront of your mind, but enjoy yourself. You're human. You're allowed to be human. You're not a robot. No. Robot time is for prep time. Like that that is when you're supposed to be a robot. You know, over Christmas, no. And as I said, if your coach hasn't allowed or put that game plan in place for you to enjoy Christmas, to whatever extent that might mm. be, depending on where you're at, have that conversation with them. You know, you shouldn't, especially if you're like 16 weeks out, which I'm pretty sure most people are around that time or maybe around the 20 mark, I'm not sure. But you should be able to enjoy yourself on Christmas Day like you really should be. You if should it's be just at that Christmas point. Day for sure. Yeah, if you're if you're prepping for season A, you really should be able to enjoy Christmas at least, hundred mm. percent. Um, but yeah, have that conversation with your coach. Don't feel scared to. Don't feel like it's making you a bad athlete or anything like that. Most athletes do enjoy themselves on Christmas Day still. Absolutely. But like you know, back when the show was in February, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> but now that the shows have been moved back to April and May, like that is the main reason why they did that. Um, to try and make it that people would still do the show so that they still could enjoy Christmas and everything like that. Yeah, I can't even imagine doing a February show. (laughs) I don't know how you did it. I didn't really think of Christmas, to be honest. I didn't even think of that problem until probably December. And I was already in prep. And I was like, oh, that's a problem. (laughs) 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 It was fine, though. I got through it. I still lived. I got the gold, so it was worth it, right? Oh, perfect. There you go. Nothing stops you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well... I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Yeah, well, if you guys have any questions regarding nutrition or just navigating this even further, feel free to reach out to Sam and I. We actually love talking about this. As you can tell, we kind of don't want to wrap this episode up. (laughs) So feel free to shoot us a DM if you do have any questions or you just want our opinion on absolutely anything. We'll be more than happy to tackle that with you. Or if there is a certain topic that you guys think that you want us to bring on to the podcast let us know we're open to suggestions every single time like whenever someone sends us a suggestion we really take on the feedback and everything so yeah if there's anything that you guys want us to talk about let us know via instagram mine is at underscore samantha wicks mine is coach lucas underscore and we shall talk to you next week thanks for listening guys bye see ya